Welcome into Spencer Grove Sports Podcast. We're glad you can join us today as we're a bunch of sports junkies debating about the hottest topics going around in the world of sports. I'm your host, Wesley Splain. Hope everyone had a great 4th of July weekend. We're here on a Wednesday. Anthony Fratini's here. Brandon Farrell's here. And this is our 100th episode. Let's get it going, huh? How are you guys doing? Clap her up, boys. Slow golf clap. There you go. Clap her up. Doing good. How about you guys? How was the fourth? Was solid. Yeah. Even though, Brandon, like, you should have warned me that it was going to rain at least two hours every single day. I don't know what it is with that storm down there, but it literally rained every single day. As soon as we landed, as soon as, like, on, on that Friday, it was, like, 4 o'clock. It would rain every single different hour of the day. It was so weird. Well, it's rain season down here. Summertime, it rains every day. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, Brandon's on storm watch right now. We're supposed to be getting some kind of crazy storm at some point. Right. It's uh, the Tropical Storm Marine or something like that. I don't know. I, I was kind of monitoring yeah. it. So that way I could stay down in Florida a little bit longer, hoping it would cancel my flight. But unfortunately, it didn't. <laughs> well, if you but, were flying out tomorrow, it would have canceled your flight for sure. Well, I'm so far up the panhandle by Pensacola. I don't know if it would. Uh, no, I, I think it's still supposed to hit. It's supposed to hit the West Coast or the Gulf Coast, I'm, I think. So you yeah. still would have probably got a few extra days in Florida. Yeah. Although I do got to say, like, this is uh, my whole experience there. I came up with, like, one thought. Central time zone is the best time zone in America. Just that hour well, delay why, from the East Coast that, time. I love it. That's that's in the panhandle. I don't get that. Yeah. Wait yeah, we do. You get central time in the panhandle? Yep. Wow. I never knew that. Yeah. it's. I think it starts around like the Tallahassee area. But, um, yeah, it, dude, it's, when I was game starts at Georgia, 7. It's awesome. Go ahead. You were you were saying? None, none of importance. Continue. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, it's it's all good. I was just gonna touch on the time change, but it's all good. All right, but yeah, it's things start at like games, big time games start at seven o'clock. You get your news at like five or whatever. Everything ends around like eleven. You wake up, it's like eight thirty. Felt pretty good. You get like uh, the market opens up at eight thirty, closes around three. It feels great. I'm sorry, I got a visitor on my lap. I'm trying not to. <laughs> I'm trying not I to have the him boy adopted the show. a baby. He, yeah, yeah, he just woke up from a nap and he's trying to play with his dinosaurs. <laughs> boy trying to get in on a hundredth episode, big time. Uh, he's like all yeah, the big ballers club. Yeah, special guest. <laughs> special guest, the baby, and not da. The boy. The, no, no, the baby. The, the boy. The baby. <laughs> Our new mascot, the bench rose mascot, the boy. The baby. The boy. <laughs> that boy. That boy. Although, like, the Panhandle area, tons of, like, Arkansas and Alabama people. Saw, like, at least 20 Alabama hats and then, like, 15 Razorback hats. True Southern pride Roll up tide. there. <laughs> Wait, there was a lot of Alabama down there? Yeah, that's their spot, man, the Pensacola area. You wouldn't? You wouldn't? What though? Like, 
Because oh, Alabama's right above. It's like only no, a 30 no minute drive Gators from. Is there any of that stuff over there? That's interesting. No, if, if anything, it's Florida what State. Team? Florida State. Because Tallahassee's about like an hour and a half, two hours away. I mean, yeah, you are in Panhandle, so. New Orleans is three hours away. So if you're thinking football team, it probably would be the Saints. Yeah, buddy, is that right? All right, that's There's one. Oh, yeah, buddy, Saint- that's right. A, yeah, are you going to take a lot of Saints fans down here? Wes, are you going to take? Um, Am I going to tally it up? Tally it, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you said like 25 of them last week. Booter, <laughs> 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 buddy. Speaking about how batter, buddy, let's just get right into it with some of the Rock. sports topics. The NBA Finals, Suns and Bucks. Someone predicted that, right? And I think the NBA is like rolling over their offices thinking, ah, oh, man, we screwed the pooch on this one. Didn't rig it enough. So how about her? Suns, Bucks. Brandon. How about her, bud? How about her? Yeah. Yeah, man. How about her, buddy? 19 to 1. If I would have put like five bucks on it, I would have I would have been uh, a pretty rich man. Not that rich, but like it would have been a nice $200 payout. You should have yeah, put some it. money on it. I mean, it's worth a shot. I mean, you did rig it though. I mean, we know you you rigged it. <laughs> yeah, I totally, I totally was behind See? Giannis, like tweaking his uh, knee. In Even, the five, that. <laughs> Even the baby second that. Even the baby. Yeah, the baby second. second all my opinions. All of it. <laughs> yeah, and we're screwed here. I mean, like it's oh, two to one. Oh no, dude. We're outnumbered. But your thoughts, Brandon, on the um, NBA Finals for right now. Bucks ended up beating the Hawks in six games. Um, Suns ended up beating the Clippers in six. Your initial thoughts. Game one is tonight. Giannis is out because of the tweak knee he suffered during game four. So what do you see? Was there any thoughts of the conference finals? So on and so forth. Um, I, it's hard for me to say I'm looking forward to it just because I don't know what it is about the Bucks. I don't know. I, I, like maybe it's their uniforms, but I'm just not big on the Bucks. Um, I'm I'm Team Suns all the way. I think the Suns are. I don't want to say they're a hungrier team, but I think they might be more deserving of it. Yeah. Just of just how they played throughout the season. Just they played. I don't know, man. I'm just. <laughs> I, I'm big on the Suns' bad wagon. That's all I could say. Um, Suns of four. No, no, definitely not. I think it's gonna go. I think it's gonna go seven. Um, I think. I think Suns of four if Giannis is out. How? Well, what's his projected uh, time to be out? I don't know. He didn't. He didn't tear anything. I think he just sprained his MCL. So he's hoping he plays at some point. But he's missed the past three games, which they have been brutal games when he's been out because. Um, Game five was literally there was no Giannis and no Trey Young, and it was just a complete mess. It was like watching a regular NBA regular season game, and it was pitiful to watch. But um, no, I, Chris I, Atlanta. Really, Chris Middleton is really the leader of that team. He is like, but he can get so cold to where yeah, he'll put up twenty three points in the third quarter. That's what happened in game six. But then there's like games where he just doesn't show up and he just like doesn't have the juice that night. He's a juice guy. When he's on the juice, he does very well. When he's off the juice, it, it, he stinks it up. And I think the yeah, biggest addition I, is them having uh, Drew Holiday. Acquiring him from New Orleans was a big addition to that team. I think they'll be just fine without Giannis um, for however long he's going to be out. 
Um, like I said, Middleton is really the leader, but when he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. Um, but it's going to be hard for them to keep up with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Um, those I guys think never the leader of the Bucks is uh, yeah. I think the leader of the Bucks is Brook Lopez, right? No, <laughs> that no, guy. No, definitely not. That's man. And and they got um, PJ Tucker too. I mean, he's he's definitely a good role player. I mean, it's like everybody left Houston and now they're succeeding. Yeah, and then you got a PJ Tucker versus Chris Paul's uh, NBA Finals, which Chris Paul. Let's shift over to the Suns. Good little rivalry. First, yeah, right. Uh, I don't know if you call it a rivalry, but do they hate each other in Houston? No, I'm just saying. I mean, the two former teammates now they compete for the championship. Yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to see if Chris Paul matches how many shoes uh, PJ Tucker will wear during the NBA Finals. I mean, PJ Tucker is probably going to bring out the heat. Probably like wear two thousand dollars sneakers every single game, four of them at least. I mean, he carries a few pairs into the stadium. Probably every, every single, probably every single Jordan is going to be worn during that NBA Finals. Every single time he like subs in and out, he just changes shoes. But um, yeah, I, they beat the Clippers in six, which I gotta give credit where credit is due. Paul George kind of stepped up in the the East or Western Conference Finals. I know he flubbed a, a bunch of free throws, but he wasn't typical playoff P where he would just stink it up and hit the backboard on like every shot he took. He stepped up when Kawhi Leonard went out. And, um, you know, I didn't expect the Clippers to be out here once Kawhi Leonard went out. In, what game two of uh, the second round. So I got to give credit where credit is due. But Patrick Beverly pushing Chris Paul in the back and Chris Paul flopping classic Chris Paul and then Chris Paul getting the last laugh in front of all the Clippers in the Clippers organization, which I'm sure that felt good for him. You think that was a flop though? Oh, dude, he totally did. He, he did the whole head jerk and there's no way Patrick Beverly literally pushed him to where Chris Paul's soul looked like it left his body. Dude, I don't know. Beverly shoved him pretty hard. <laughs> he did. He like I thought- Beverly. I, I want to know what Chris Paul said to him. <laughs> Like Beverly's oh, dude, a fiery guy, but I want to know what Paul, Chris Paul said to him to to to, to come up behind somebody with it like and push him like that. Maybe he just didn't say anything. No, he had to have said something. Chris Paul's a trash talker too. Yeah, but Patrick Beverly is that kind of guy where he sees someone walking by and he's about to get eliminated. And he's just like, "All right, I'm not playing tomorrow, so might as well just push him. Just screw you, pal." Get I think Chris. I think Chris Paul said something to him like, "How about her, bud?" Before they won, <laughs> that would be fantastic. I actually, yeah, definitely did happen. He was like, "What was that? You want some of this? <laughs> huh? You, you want to drop the gloves, buddy? Want to drop it, go? Man. All right, good luck, buddy. No, but uh, Suns Bucks. I'm gonna go with Suns in five because I don't think Giannis is gonna play at all. But I do no, see the Bucks all? like winning one game. I don't because it's a it's a sprained MCL. He's a pretty big guy. He relies on it his knee a lot because he plays down low underneath the basket to get the rebounds and stuff. And he drives to the lane a lot. So I I just don't know if he's gonna play or not. I'm still I'll st- I'll, I'll say I'll say Suns in seven. You remember when Kevin Durant was dealing with that um what was it was it Achilles injury or something like well he got a torn Achilles but like. It was like his hamstring or his calf or something in that uh, Toronto and um, Golden State Finals. I think that's 
kind of where we're at with the Giannis situation is like we're monitoring if he plays or not. Kind of like Kevin Durant, not comparing either of them, but the same type of situation. I think Giannis will try to give it a go, but he'll be so limited. I mean, a knee in basketball is such a big injury, and it he he hyperextended it pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can know. speak it's... on that. Playing a hyperextended knee is pretty tough, right? You shouldn't even play on a hyperextended knee. Simply put, like, what's the timetable? You think it really depends on the situation, you know? Yeah, like how many how many seasons has he played? How many games has he played? How many minutes has he played since the beginning of the season? How when many times have the Bucks been this close and haven't made it? <laughs> True. You know, there's a lot of a lot of factors, and obviously one of the most important ones are how do you feel? But um. Basketball players are really some of the hardest athletes to train because they have such long, le- uh, such long levers. You know, they're very long, um, you know, very tall, so they have very long arms. And, um, you know, it's really important that these basketball players find really good trainers that understand how to train basketball players the right way because a lot of the workouts that I think are the same as other sports – uh, as far as exercise is done, like squat, bench, shoulder press, all that stuff. Um, I think there just has to be, you know, don't quote me on this because I don't really train basketball players, but. No, nah, dude, know, this is all or nothing quote right here. We're, we're putting this on the Insta page. <laughs> From what I know is, you know, it's it's definitely a different type of training. Yeah, Put it of, on the board. Polyometrics. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got about it. I didn't get any backlash on my Darren Waller comment, so. Yeah, oh, I did on my top 10 list. Good Lord. Patrick Mahomes, oh, yeah. seven? Are you crazy? How bad are bud? Well, that's why everyone has their own top 10 list. Yeah, and that's why the Broncos are the best uh, organization in the UFC West. So, um, <laughs> yeah, except we have Drew Locke and Teddy B. That's going to be got off of the watch and training camp. So, anyway, um, one thing I wanted, did you see Steve Ballmer's reaction? Like, this guy's reaction to, like, a big-time dunk or anything exciting, I kind of want to steer away from him. He, like, gra- was sitting next to, like, two guys, and he, like, grabbed both of their knees, like, forcefully and was just, like, shaking them to the point where, like, his hand slid up to, like, the dude's groin. I- I'm concerned about, like, Steve Ballmer if I'm sitting next to him. as a. Excellent. He might be... Yeah, he might be like the most energetic owner I've ever seen when it comes to reactions. Even sexual. more energetic than Jerry. Sexual, Sex, sexual harassment. Got to find lawsuit. A couple lawsuit. Million. Definitely. Yep. Got to set an example. <laughs> Can't be touching random guys' legs like that in the middle of a basketball game. No matter how God. excited you are. Hey, what are you doing, bud? Yeah, like come on, bud. It's <laughs> not bud. a how about her. <laughs> no, it's more <laughs> like. like why you do her, bud? Well, from the guy, <laughs> from the guy doing it, from his perspective, it's a how are you? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Once he gets up to that groin point, it's how are you, bud? How are you? He's a uh, buddy to my neighborhood. How are you? <laughs> if I'm sitting next to him, like you got to show up in like a bubble or something like that. Just be like cautious. Just like I know you know what you're getting into. There should be Can a warning label just- on the ticket. Why is this guy touching people? The groin. He he's an excited man, dude. The team oh, that he clearly. bought had a. <laughs> he's excited in multiple ways. Oh, he's got. Good. He's got to check in on uh, everyone else to make sure everyone else is excited. 
You know, there's too much energy in one man that he has to shift it over to another just by grabbing somebody's knee. <laughs> How are you, Buckaroo? How are you? How are you, buddy? <laughs> All right. Well, let's do predictions again. So you're going to go with Suns, but in how many games? Seven. Seven? Nah. Seven, dog. <laughs> All right. I'll go with... I'll go with Suns and five. I just think they're the deeper, more better team. DeAndre Aiden's going to smoke Brooke Lopez. And um, I think he'll be the um, – it's like a dark horse for the NBA Finals MVP. But they'll probably give it to Chris Paul because it's his first time there. For so. MVP in the finals? Yeah, finals MVP. Uh, yeah, probably. I wouldn't I, – I can't say they wouldn't. Something's happened with Devin Booker lately where he's kind of dropped off. With his shots, he's just been he's just been missing more than usual. He's tired. But he, he is a very tired man. Just go take a sun's nap. Yeah, he needs a nap. He needs to get that man a nap. <laughs> he needs to go to the athlete recharging room. Yeah. <laughs> so this will be the first finals in 15 years where Kobe, Steph, or LeBron will not be in the finals. So fun little final stat. And um this will be the first uh, Chris Paul appearance. And then Jay Crowder has been in the finals. This is the most represented uh, finals player between both squads is Jay Crowder. Three times, Crowder. I think it is. Crowder! He, he's a very good player. But, um, yeah, Suns and Bucks. I think the uh, Suns are looking for their first ever title. Bucks haven't won since 1974, back when like the team kind of expanded with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So... So we're going to get a new face of the NBA for next season, which people are going to be like, oh, this season sucked. Nah, dude, you're getting two brand new teams. It's great. So over to the ice where a team is about to repeat as champions. Lightning are up 3-1. First three games, it's been all lightning. They've just looked like the dominant team in the Stanley Cup final. Then game four was an exciting thriller that went to overtime. Um, thanks to a Patty Maroon tip in goal to put it in the OT. And then it was scored by uh, Josh Anderson off of a, a rebound goal by uh, Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah, I think he scored it right off his ass cheeks. So uh, game four went to the Canadians. Game five is on Wednesday night in Tampa Bay. I am going to hammer Tampa Bay minus one and a half puck line. I think they're going to smoke Montreal in, Tam in uh, Tampa Bay in MLA Arena. I definitely think Tampa uh, is going to win game five, especially in Tampa. I mean, the Canadians arena is what, like half capacity it looks like. And Tampa yeah. is completely full. It's completely electric there. It's crazy. That crowd's going to help out tremendously. And Tampa is just a better team. I'm just surprised that the Canadians even made it this far. Like I've been saying that for a while. Is there's, there's not a lot of crazy talent on that team. And this no. first line... This first line of the Tampa Bay Lightning team is lethal. I mean, they they just play very well, and they're they're in the right position at the right time. They shoot the puck hard. You're talking about the puck uh, right place. You're talking about Point Palat and uh, Kucherov, right? Kucherov, yep. It's there's just too much talent on that team, and and I mean, this series. I got to be honest with you. This this Stanley Cup Finals kind of boring. It's pretty soft, yeah. if you ask me. Like, there's been a lot of, um, there hasn't been a lot of hitting, and when there was, it was kind of uh, not dirty hitting, but just dirty 
type of play, like trying to, you know, cross check or slash or things like that. And it's, I don't know. Trying to slow down opponents. Yeah. It's just kind of boring. It's not really like true hockey, but yeah, it's the three, one right now, Tampa in the series, Montreal won last night with a three, two game in overtime. How about her? Josh Anderson bought welcome to the neighborhood, buddy. How about her? Dude, finishing it off with a 3-2, a complete hustle all the way back to the other end of the ice. Brought the puck into the offensive zone. Uh, I think he shot it on net, right? I think or he passed it, shot on net, got absolutely destroyed into the boards. Got up right away, though. Waste no time. Got up right away, buried it back into the net, and fell right back down because it was literally like a sacrifice shot. So it was a mm-hmm. well-deserved overtime goal. But... uh I mean, best Montreal game of the was, series for sure. Absolutely. Cause this was the only overtime game, but Montreal was just being outshot outplayed. It was the first period. I think about 12 minutes in the shots were 11 to one. Yeah. Um, it was ridiculous. I mean, on, it was all Tampa. It's all Tampa. How can you go into a Stanley cup game? Go 11 shots, 11 to one. You game know what it is four, with Tampa? Not 11 to one. Yeah. Tampa's just too fast. Well, what, that's what fast, it comes down to. They're fast and they're more strategic, and they they cycle the puck way better than Montreal does. So you're literally yeah. getting a good five player roster out in the ice at once, five player team, five man team. Versus with the Canadians, sometimes you you know it it doesn't seem like it's you know a full team out there at times. But the let's talk about a little bit about the goaltenders. A lot of inconsistency. I'm seeing some very good saves some very brick wall saves and then some other goals are just letting in. Um, and then I, I just want to mention one thing before you go, we go into the goaltenders. Yeah, sure. But speaker. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) All right. My time to shine. eh? Yeah. uh, You shine her up, bud. Retape the (laughs) stick there, bud. (laughs) Get it going. Get some slappers going anyway. (laughs) Hey, warm um, ups. Now the Philly, (laughs) let's go. Say warm up drills. Again. Uh, do it game, again. Game four, Kucherov had a perfect tip in, but it just hits the post and bounces the other way. Lots I of mean, post, man. Tampa is a post magnet. Dude, Literally, they've it, been that, what was it? It was post. like it was like two There's minutes two left. Yeah, two minutes left. I think it was Hedman that like literally lasered it. I think it was Hedman. I could be they wrong. They thought it there, was but... a goal. No, it was. They thought it was actually a goal. It was Hedman yeah. and uh, Kucherov, actually. I think it was two two people that just hit the post. Yeah, the Hedman one, I thought that was – me and my dad looked at each other. We were like, what are they doing? That's a goal, obviously. Yeah. But it ends Everybody up not being a goal. It was. it was so close. Mm-hmm. It hit between – it hit like that between like the crossbar and the actual post, and it like had uh-huh. that weird sound. Because so, sometimes what happens is it'll hit the white – crossbar in the back at the top and bounce out yeah and then it will just bounce rare, out and that's yeah. what i thought happened but apparently right. not but um the second one with kucherov i mean he was wide open whoever gave him that laser pass like put it right on the stick perfectly it's just i think kucherov kind of had a he didn't flatten it out enough like mm-hmm. he didn't flatten his stick enough and then it hits the post that that would have been the stanley we wouldn't have me talking about a game five that would have been the game right there we would have been yeah, talking about Tampa Bay winning the cup. Yeah, it would have been three two, just third game, pretty much. But it was it was like a missed opportunity. I mean, he was just right smack in the middle of that crease and just boop. 
right off the and the goal, the goalies too playing well in goal, but same thing inconsistent. Um, that even makes any sense. But um, yeah, even even when the puck is uh, behind the net and the goalie trapezoid and the goalie state, you know, gets his stick on it and then goes to dish it up the boards. Both yeah. goaltenders have been giving up the puck to their opponent. So that is just concerning to me in a Stanley Cup game. The margin of error becomes very slim, slimmer, 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 slimmer over the yeah. season to the playoffs, into the first, third, first, second, third round, and then the Stanley Cup. And then from the Stanley Cup, you now are at a 3-0 series. So this, you know, for the Montreal Canadiens, this is a a series over cup lost if they don't play their you know, play their best. Vapsileski so. has been the better goaltender. I mean, Carey Price, he he's he kind of let up some um some goals that he could have blocked that you usually see Carey Price make saves on. Mm-hmm. But he at the same time, he's not really getting any much help because Canadians are just turning over the puck way too much in their own zone. Yeah. They're just every chance Tampa gets to get the puck, they just push it forwards towards Carey Price. And the yeah. Montreal Canadiens, they're just not doing a good job cycling the puck and, and the whole like I said, I think that that's really what's hurting them is they're not utilizing the five man team out in the ice at once. It's it's no, just, yeah. it's sloppy, and you got getting killed in the neutral zone too. Yeah, it's just you got to learn how to pass the puck. You got to be able to stick handle it well, and it's just basic hockey skills at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope to see uh, the season ends uh, Wednesday night because uh, honest. Honestly, I, I don't really – I like Tampa. They already had a cup, but, I mean, I don't really care about Montreal. I'd like to see Carey Price get a cup. So, I don't know. Maybe Just trade uh, Carey Price over to the Capitals, and then uh, we'll win a cup again. <laughs> That'd be pretty interesting. Although, I like to M zone off. But, um, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, it is – Unfortunate that Montreal's entire franchise is based off of their goaltender, and that's it. Pretty much, wow. yeah. That's it's an uneven balance, you know. That that organization team. has just been going through a bunch of front office changes, and you know, Carey Price had like literally the best season ever for any goalie in NHL history. I just feel in, like uh, twenty fourteen. No, yeah, I just feel like there's no energy in this Montreal Canadian team or organization. It's you a bunch I mean? of young like, guys and veterans, like old school the, veterans with like the, a nineteen year olds. But the front office, like when they show the the guys up in the box seats, there they're just you know there's no energy, there's no life, there's no nothing there. Yeah, that's concerning it, as you know an outsider watching. And they got an interim coach right now. Yeah, it's it's iffy. They fired their coach in the middle of the season. I think they've had so many coaching changes, and then um. You know, they, they've just been in like revol- it's been a revolving door of good players there, besides like that, uh, that Shea Reber and PK Subban deal. I think mm-hmm. that kind of benefited, uh, Montreal in a certain way. Um, yeah. because Shea Weber's great, but you yeah, know, Shea they just we- haven't had any great like forwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're again, it's about balance, it's about the right pieces to the puzzle. And Tampa reminds me of the 2016. 2017 um, Nashville Predators team where they just yeah. had a good balance of everything. Speed, shooting, uh, you know, goal scoring, size, goaltending with uh, uh, Bassey. 
No, no, I'm talking about the Predators. Uh, oh, Rene, back in this cry? Yeah. Rene. Like, there was no stopping these guys. The team was on fire. And Dude, Rene dropped so hard after that season. He has been that the same was sad. Guy. I know, that was sad. But, yeah, Tampa definitely pulls this one out tomorrow. And then seriously, going to go 4-1. Even during their watch party, Tampa like let in everybody in their arena. It was full crowd mm-hmm. for a watch party. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, one um, very heavy news coming from the NHL was um, a Columbus Blue Jacket goaltender unfortunately died at the age of twenty-four due to um, a chest injury he sustained uh, during a um, a firework accident. So. Um, Hearts out to him, prayers out to him and his family and to the franchise of the Columbus Blue Jackets. He had eight career uh, NHL games. He was on the rise in the minor leagues. So, um, unfortunate stuff. 24 years old. Chest injury with fireworks. Tough. So, all right. Tough way because Columbus had a very down year and you just don't want to hear about that. So, speaking of which, no, go ahead. No, you don't want to hear about that at all, no matter what. No. Um, some uh, fireworks on the 4th of July. Joey Chestnut eating 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes, setting another the world record. record. Not greatest athlete, of, greatest yeah. athlete of all time. Come at me. I mean, like, seriously. <laughs> How about her? I think chowing down on 76 hot dogs and just literally re-upping your record every single year for the past 10 years is way more impressive than like Michael Jordan going out and doing two three-peats in his uh, NBA uh, career. Like he is just getting better and better every single year, just being his own, being himself. Boater. You guys don't like Joey Chestnut or something? <laughs> Dude, Joey Chestnut is the man. Really Joey is. Chest- Joey Chestnut speaks for himself. I mean, what more could we say? Do you think he could um, hammer down a bunch of hamburgers at the same rate? Or is hot dogs a different skill set? Well, yeah, he's a competitive eater. He can eat whatever he wants at, at that rate. Yeah, they, they have records, west of other things. Like most... Like well, yeah, most duh. ice cream, like most ice cream ate in like uh, what's it called? Like in like ten minutes or whatever. Yeah, before so. before the hot dog eating contest, there there was a guy that dr- drank a, like a gallon of uh, lemonade. I was watching it. I was like, this is ridiculous. But uh, there was a video going around with Joey Chestnut chugging down like twelve uh, twelve big pints of beer. Like um, what Dude. do you call those? The mugs. Just mm-hmm. chugging them in two minutes. That's crazy, man, how they don't get, like, sick sick. Well, they expand their stomachs. That's how they're able to, like, take down so much food and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Joey Chestnut is the dog, for real. He, he's the man. But um, going on, uh, some news that happened on July 1st. This was the first day that NCAA athletes can actually make some little cheddar cheese on the side for their name, image, and likeness. They can get endorsement deals now. The NCAA um, is now allowing that. That was the first day. And you saw a lot of athletes. I think Bo Nixon was the one to sign with some um, protein juice company, something like that. But you're seeing a lot of these uh, student athletes now getting endorsement deals. 
um, some of them for like uh, some minimal market like uh, brands, some for like the major market brands, but uh, a step in the direction that a lot of people are clamoring over these kids being able to make money based off of their uh, name, based off of their performances, um, just like being able to sell T-shirts, anything of that nature. So um, I'll open up to our college football guy, Anthony. What are your thoughts about that? It's a fine line. It's part of it who there's athletes who've come from unfortunate backgrounds where they don't have a lot of money and they're mm -hmm. sacrificing a lot of their time to play the sport. Again, nobody is forcing them to play the sport. This is all willingly on them. Yes, it is nice to get paid, of course, but I think it really takes a lot of the fire and energy out of the sport because now you're getting paid in college instead of looking forward to that in the NFL where the big where big business big business goes down. So I don't really want to talk too much about it because part of me is like, yes, pay these athletes because they bring in the money to the school. But yeah. again, like I'm, I'm pretty firm on what I said months ago and year, whatever years ago, where cover their tuition, cover their housing, give them all the gear they need, give them all the shirts they need, make sure they're in good hands. But to give them money to, to pay them, if that's what it's going to come down to, like they're going to make money for just playing college football. I don't necessarily well, agree with that. I want to specify that it's not it's they're not getting paid by the schools. They're getting they're getting like endorsement deals like for yeah. instance like Off their jerseys we, or whatever it is. Yeah, so or them making t-shirts if they want to make in the t-shirt game or they want to get sponsored by like a certain drink not an alcoholic drink cuz I think NCAA won't allow that, but like a sports drink or some sort of like a startup company or whatever. They're allowed to do that now. So it's kind of like when Reggie Bush got his Heisman taken away for getting endorsement deals or whatever on the side. It's like now that's allowed, and mm -hmm. Reggie Bush should get his Heisman back. So, I, I don't know. Brand, do you have any thoughts behind it? I mean, I don't mind them getting endorsements. I mean, don't go overboard with the endorsements, but, I mean, you know, they're bringing millions of dollars for these schools, and the schools just, you know, they shun them for any kind of money they might bring in. Right. Um. I mean – it, they do work their butts off. I mean, I can't really speak much on it. And Ant's been in that environment before. Um, but I mean, I really don't mind the endorsements, but don't go overboard. Don't give them that, like, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars for endorsements, maybe like a sneaker endorsement or a soda, like Coca-Cola, yeah. a major brand. If you see a really good athlete, you endorse them on that. Let them, let them put the logo on their Jersey, something like that. You know, a little bit of money to help them get through college, even though they're getting, scholarships and whatnot but i mean they do bring in millions of dollars for the colleges and i don't think it's fair that college the, the colleges tell them they can't take any kind of endorsements or money right um i think uh who's the big time uh recruit for oregon he's gonna be a big uh pro Kavion thibodeau yeah that guy KT. yeah he's so he's, he's he signed he signed a six-figure uh, memorabilia deal that ends after the 2021 season in partnership with uh, Phil Knight, the Nike founder and designer Tinker Hatfield. So he, he has an NFT now. I'll tell you, though, KT is an unbelievable work ethic. Great kid. Hard worker. Super strong. 
super athletic. He's so going to be a top this, five this, pick in this upcoming draft. Definitely uh, mature, very mature. So yeah. very, uh, very deserving of it. He was kind of the heart of the team in a sense as, uh, you know, had his mind on right completely. So that's that's definitely a good thing to hear. Mm-hmm. So changes coming to NCAA. NCAA football needs to come out pretty soon, though, since we have this deal. Like, come on, get on it. NCAA football was like the best sports video game I've ever. It played. was awesome. Ohio State, everything, baby. Nah, dude. I mean, like, oh, we're gonna go back on the Ohio State next month. It's gonna be Oregon, dude. Once once the college football season starts, oh, it's gonna dude. be like, yo, dude, go Ducks all the way. Yeah, maybe you're not wrong. <laughs> but um, other news is um concerning the Olympics. The Olympics are about like two weeks away, so Olympic news is starting to come out. Shakiri Richardson will miss the Tokyo Olympics after not being selected for the four by 100 meter relay. And also she won't participate in the hundred meter dash due to a failed marijuana test. This was in the Olympic team guidelines. Um, it's unfortunate that it comes down to this because we have like what? 20 States now that are legalizing marijuana, but um, rule, the rules are still embedded into the uh, Olympic team. She failed that uh, drug test. She now won't be competing in the Tokyo Olympics due to that. She came on, did a bunch of interviews saying she she knew what she did. She was saying it was uh, to help her cope with like the loss of her mom or like her mom getting an illness, uh, things of that nature. So unfortunate news to hear. But I mean, it was in the rule book. She did break the rule. And unfortunately, this is what it came down to. And she was about to win gold medal, too. She was, like, a really fast sprinter. So, Olympic update there. If you guys had any thoughts on that, go ahead. I mean, with the rules, the rules, the rules. So, yeah. yeah. That's kind of my thing. It's a bogus rule, but it's still, like, in your guidelines, in your team guidelines. Like, the Olympics come around once every four years. This instance, once every five years. So, it's like, let's put let's push it off until afterwards and then like go out and celebrate whatever. But then again, it's like, you know, I feel bad for her that it is in the rule book, but at the same time, you know, it, it is a rule. So that's where my stance we, is on it. We all know athletes smoke weed. I mean, every sport, just about every athlete. I mean, they all smoke weed. They all use marijuana. Some have been open about it. Um, it's, it's a dumb rule. I mean, yeah, I mean, marijuana honestly shouldn't even be categorized as a drug anymore, in my opinion. No. Um, one, I mean, that's punishable. I mean, I mean, you, to punish somebody for it, but, um, I mean, the sad part is like, she's getting shunned for this and punished for this, but you're allowing men that identify as women to compete in the Olympics. So it's like, where are we going? Where, where, where are we going with this? What, 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 what direction is this country going in? What I want to say is, is she's she's literally smoking weed, which is not a PED. It's hurting her performance, and yet she still got banned, right? So, yeah. it's what is hurting? If her weed is any type of PED, what would it be a PED for? Like nothing, poker? nothing. Concentration, if that. But I mean, really, doesn't enhance. It doesn't enhance performance at all. I mean, for a sprinter, it. It doesn't even help at all. It probably slows you down. 
I mean, maybe poker, I think just like higher concentration, being like uh, more focused on your cards at hand, being patient, not putting all in on anything like a physical, maybe that's the only sport I can think of. But that's not really a um, Olympic sport, but it is unfortunate to see that. Brandon, you do make a good point, though. Yeah, I mean, like we have a transgender woman competing in body uh, body weightlifting. No, like that's not right. To me, that's not right. You, you you compete is what you identify with how you were born. That's my yeah. opinion. Because muscles are different when it comes to bodybuilding. Exactly. You think like... Or weightlifting. I'm sorry. Yeah, I could go on and on, but... Yeah. I don't, I, I, it, just, it's, it's, it doesn't make sense. What's your guys' favorite... Since the Olympics are on the horizon, what is your guys' favorite Olympic sport? Oh, man. Uh, Soccer is always exciting. Soccer? It's always an exciting one. Yeah. A curling is exciting. Well, some let's stick with summer since uh winter is uh d- entirely different Olympics. Curling is an exciting sport to watch though. Those guys going hit crazy on the broomsticks. Let's go to bottle going bud. Sweep 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 sweep. Curling is the only winter or no. No, cur- yeah, curling is the only winter one that I can think of. Um I would say like um you know, badminton is insane. You guys ever watch badminton Olympics? Those guys are super fast when it, hit, it comes hitting that birdie. I can't. I can't. I get a headache watching that. <laughs> you don't even see the little thing, the little birdie. I'm like, where the hell is it? Yeah. It flies, dude. They, they yeah. fling that thing. Although I do love watching ping pong, too. Ping pong is an Olympic sport. Talk about, Not- avid, talk about avid marijuana users after they play. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Slow the game. That that's a cocaine game. Like you got you got to use the um little powdery stuff to be focused on that one. Oh yeah, beforehand, absolutely. But they don't <laughs> they don't test for that. They don't test for that. No, no, no. Totally legal. Totally legal, dude. Totally legal. Totally legal. Totally legal, dude. Totally legal. And Ant's always the stacked off guy, so he's always watching weightlifting. Always, always competing in it too. Dude, I always compete in that. Um, so um, the Euro 2020s, Italy is in the finals. They ended up beating Spain on penalty kicks, um, doing some little cover-up here. Um, they ended up beating uh, Spain on penalty kicks. They'll be in the final. They'll either meet up with England or Denmark. That game is on Wednesday. Barcy do? Barcy do? Barcy? Not nah, international do. Best Barcy. Euro team. Barcy, do Barcy. <laughs> Barcy. Any Barcelona Barcy, game? Barcy, game. Barcy, Barcy. Oh, what about Real Madrid? Nah, dude, Barcy. No, what about uh Manchester United? No, dude, Barcy. Anywho, Barcy um, tickets. Barcy tickets. Come on, dude. What are we doing? Come on, dude. Barcy tickets. Come on, dude. Um. So- Nope, no real news in the NFL. Uh, just uh, some draft picks signing their deals. Uh, Trevor Lawrence ended up signing his rookie deal for three uh, $36.8 million with $24.1 million as a signing bonus. So training camps are, get, are uh, around the corner. So that's exciting stuff to hear from the NFL world. Um, Dallas Cowboys would be on the 20th uh, um, hard knocks. So America's team will get glamorized again i hate the term america's team it's so stupid because they're really not i think they're america's most hated team 
America's team? Like, what does it even mean? What does it mean, dude? America? What does it mean, dude? Your colors are blue and white and silver. That's not America, dude. Dude, do you realize that pisses me off? Dude, America football team. That should be America's team. But speaking of football team, the NFL fined uh, the Washington football team $10 million following their investigation into the team's culture with the whole Dan Snyder allegations, um, the stuff that was happening behind the scenes with all the cheerleaders and everything. NFL did complete their investigation and find the franchise $10 million. And uh, I think Erumar got fired. Oh, yeah? I think I think so. I thought, yeah, I thought three of the NFL coaches, uh, three NFL coaches got fired. Two, where are you seeing this, man? Two, I'm pretty sure they got they got fined. Did I they got fined. fined. You no, said fired. fired. Fined. Oh shit. Urban fined. Myers got hired this offseason and yeah. fired in the same time. That's incredible. Yeah, no, fine. <laughs> no, yeah, they got fined for uh, extended OTAs past their uh, certain um, completion date. Uh, I think um, uh, who was it? Uh, San Francisco was one of them. Kyle Shanahan got fined for that as well. Um, NFL players, speaking of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, are having their golf match with uh, Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau right now. I don't know who's up, but uh, Montana. They're playing in Montana. There's bears and coyotes walking around the golf course. Um, so Aaron Rodgers looks pretty good for a guy that's like had a lot of controversy behind him. Chilling in Hawaii. Oh, yeah, but he... He's bringing back the flow. He's got um, some luscious long hair. Let's get him on the Broncos ASAP. Let's, let's, let's end this bullshit, Packers. Come on. Put him on the Broncos. Um, MLB news. Uh, Shohei Otani is an absolute... Beast. He has 31 home runs. Um, something we haven't even seen ever. Um, Jason DeGrom is on the mound tonight, or Jacob DeGrom, not Jason DeGrom. Um, he's on the mound tonight. He's still under um, one earned run ERA. Uh, he has 0.91, so hopefully he keeps that up before the All-Star break. He would have the lowest ERA in All-Star game history leading up to the All-Star game. Um, but like the home runs have been uh, Shohei Otani with 31, Vladimir Guerrero at 27, Fernando Tatis Jr. at 27. Uh, Kyle Schwarber had a crazy streak in the month of uh, June where he hit 19 uh, home runs in his 21 games. Um, so he has 25, and Ronald Acuna Jr. has 23. So a lot of dingers now finally resurfacing after the whole um, spider tack deal. Uh, with the pitchers, and these guys have just been clobbering some home runs. How about her, buddy? And the stupid Red Sox have the best record in MLB. Shoot me. Um, so bad, man. The Yankees, uh, I think Chapman blew another game the other day. And, he blew two uh, of them. Yeah, and he's going to the All-Star uh, game, I'm pretty sure, right? Yep. It's like, what? bang your head against the door. He blew a seven-run lead. Then he blew – I think they, the Yankees were up on the Mets like pretty well, and then the Mets just hit uh, like eight runs in like the they're top of the so ninth. bad, man. They're so bad. How do you – okay, when we were in elementary school right now, I know I'm going back to the old days here, but 
the Yankees were literally unbeatable. And this was for years. They had such a good team. They just fell apart. I feel like the Yankees cannot. This is one team in all of sports that you cannot let. You cannot let them go to shit. Simply, it's like happening. They're fourth in the AL East. But I mean, like they're 42 and 41, but they're 10 and a half games back from the Boston Red Sox. I, I, I think good. it's a wash season. I think so, too. They're pretty much almost even. Yeah. Right now, the New York Mets are the division leaders in the NL East, uh, 44 to 37. Um, in the Central, the Milwaukee Brewers are in the lead of that division. Uh, the Cubs have fallen off a little bit. Um, the San Francisco um, Giants are up on the West, 53 wins. What the Dodgers right behind them in the San Diego Padres with 50 wins in third place. Those are two wild card spots over in uh, the National League. In the American League, you have Boston with the best uh, record in the MLB. You have the Chicago White Sox leading the Central with 49 wins. They're uh, six games ahead. And then the West, the Houston Astros have 52 wins with three and a half games ahead of the Oakland A's. And the Oakland A's and the Tampa Bay Rays would be in the wild card game if they started right now. Tampa Bay has been uh, pretty solid again. So, build a new dome in St. Pete. Yes, buddy. All right. Well, uh, I think I covered pretty much all the big time sports topics. Was there anything else that happened? Uh, I think you nailed it, bud. Yeah. You did good job there, buddy. Good job for the hundredth episode, huh? A lot, yeah, lot I mean, of uh, content over the weekend. We didn't talk about any spearfishing or NASCAR, but yeah. Spearfishing. Yeah, buddy. Wait, you're if you're spearfishing, how the, how the hell are you going to reel in your spear? Just make it happen. But how, dude? You're throwing the spear, it pierces the um, pierces the fish, but then the fish swims underwater. There goes the spear. How are you going to get the spear? You just make it happen, dude. Just like go. No thought about it. Just go dive in, dive into the river and try to find it. Just make it happen. Did you do a lot of fishing over the weekend? I did, but nothing. I did. I actually went yesterday too. We didn't catch anything. No. Oh, boo. You know what? We have all the right equipment, but we're just not catching anything. Need some new jiggers. There was a kid next to me caught a fluke, and uh, we had everything we needed. We had the bucktail, we had the gulp. I had a teaser on the line too. On the, uh, I had like a teaser uh, set up too with a bucktail at the end. And I just dragged it along the bottom of the the river, the Manasquan River, the the bottom of the floor, and nothing. Like multiple some, times, I actually got depth. I actually got one was, bite, but uh, yeah. after that, it was gone. It was like one bite, and then that's it. Which is rare because usually, if you get one bite, you'll you'll get another one. And I fished the same spot too. And, we were there probably for at least a good hour. Like Jeans used clam. I used the bucktail. I yeah. used diamond jigs. I used the deadly dick. I used like a lot of different things, and we still didn't get nothing. So that's a in-depth fishing analysis right there. Yeah, but we should have got the the bow tracker out there. Bass <laughs> tracker. Um, Brandon, did you do anything for the Fourth of July? Anything crazy? Fishing. You a brand? No, do I? No, do I do nothing crazy? <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I sit behind computer screen, um, watch. <laughs> I track storm. Um, oh, that's right. You had a tropical storm down there. I update Facebook every ten minutes. 
dude, guy had party on roof. Decided want to get rough and rowdy. Just set off, on roof. set off fireworks until 3 a.m. <laughs> you know, the huge. The huge, the huge. No. Fireworks, I, man. I don't mess with those uh, things. Yeah, ever since I saw JPP blow his finger off. Gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. You know, they're freaking expensive, too, man. Like uh, They are. Like, for like, they're big very one mortar rocket is like $30. Yeah, they're very expensive. Some places will do like buy a case, get one free, but if the yeah. case is like 150 bucks and it lasts 20, 30 seconds, you know, yeah. what are you really getting? You spend 150 bucks for a case that lasts 20 seconds and you get another one free, but it's like, you know, that's really not that much. Down in show. Pensacola, people just drive from Alabama to get like the big fireworks and they're like cheaper. And then just bring them over and like, mm. dude, it sounded like we were at Normandy on uh, Sunday night. It was fireworks everywhere, all around us. Didn't have to pay for anything. Just had a show in our backyard in the pool. Yeah, it gets crazy. It gets crazy. So, it gets crazy. No, no Trailerville this week closed. Yeah, but I got Trailerville here. Here we go. I gotta get rid right, of the accent. The hundred. Yeah, you really do. My goodness, you, you gotta switch. Switch it up to like a southern accent for like Trailerville or something. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Road America, sixty-two laps. Four point hey, zero. Oh, you could do four better, <clears throat> dude. That is all I got. All right. You got put. You got to put a dip, like a, a lip in. A lip, a lip in. Mint, grizzly mint or whatever. All right, let me yeah. just go through this. Wintergreen. Yeah, wintergreen. All right, <laughs> so NASCAR Cup Series, Road America. 62 laps, over four miles each lap. Huge track. Chase Elliott, first place. Christopher Bell, second place. Like, come on. Bush, third place. Kurt Bush, fourth. And our fifth place, Denny Hamlin. I didn't catch the race, so I'm not going to go more into it. But uh, this week coming up, we have our NASCAR Cup Series at Atlanta. It's a 3 p.m. race. That is going to be at Atlanta Motor Speedway, 260 laps at about 1.5 miles. It's a quad oval shape, so um, that will be on at 3 p.m. 3:30 p.m. on uh, this Sunday, the 11th. Uh, so, uh, are they just done racing at Daytona like the first week of July? That's usually a thing that they always do for like the Fourth of July. I don't know how they did it this year, honestly. Like if they. You know, if they uh like how they're working it, but we have it going all the way into like November, early November, and we yeah. have one more at the end of August, which is what I usually thought it was. I didn't think it was July. I thought it was like towards mid-August and August. No, for Daytona, it's um yeah, they usually have like uh, the Daytona five hundred in February, and then they would have like the Pepsi four hundred or, or whatever it's called. Um, like the first week of July, it would be like the July Fourth race. Well, but they had I guess Daytona not. Five hundred, Daytona five hundred in February. Then they had the Bristol Dirt Series, which was interesting. That was late March, and they're then, doing funky stuff over there. Yeah, then they had the back-to-back Pocono races, the three twenty-five and then three fifty, which I thought was kind of random. And then they'll yeah. be back at Daytona again at the end of August, but uh, that's the Sprint Cup Series. So that's, that's not. 
Yeah, that's not going to be like the whole Daytona 500 vibe. Right. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's it's a lot of racing, man. It really is a lot of racing. Right. So. All right, boys. Anything else? No, just spear fishing. <laughs> what, Imagine come spear on, fishing man. in the ocean. You didn't do yeah yeah. You didn't do any um any fishing, really. You were down there. I actually you didn't do no fishing. Nah, do I actually did it? <laughs> Unbelievable, do. Do I mean it is what it is. We had we had like parties that we had on um Saturday and meeting people, and greeting people. Dude, you know, things of that party nature. on the boat. That's what we were trying to do, but it kept freaking raining every single damn day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. And my sometimes. dad had a deck boat, so we would have been soaked. Sometimes way she goes, buddy. Are you more of a pontoon boat guy or a deck boat guy? Hell no, dude. I'm a I'm a center console guy. Center console? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fishing boat, dude. Come dude, on. yeah. Fishing boat. Throw like three three fifties on the back of that thing, and do fishing like... boat. You get bait. Well, you do, but you just gotta wear the right stuff. Well, yeah, but like, y- y- there's no going away from that sun, dude. It's y- still beating on you, even if you have a long sleeve uh, white t shirt and uh, well, like a you sun gotta, hat. You gotta get the uh, what's it called? You gotta get the like. Are we talking? Are we talking like a bass boat, or are we talking like a? A sea fishing boat. The two different like the totally. No, I'm talking like the deep sea, like um, what's it called there? Like the center console, like literally a center right. console boat. Got yeah. you. Yeah. Because like um, a bass boat is completely different. You have no shade nah, whatsoever. You can't, it's literally you just can't. a whole deck and nothing but chairs. Dude, no. Look, look up, look up this boat. You, you cannot literally, you cannot take a bass fishing boat out in the water. <clears throat> so someone probably tried. <laughs> oh, 100 percent they do. And then they, they could like friggin' get like stuck out there. Look up the 320cc advantage <clears throat> adventure from Tidewater. That's a dude. You console. don't go out in the deep sea fishing on the kayak? No, buddy. Don't do that. <laughs> Look it up. Though, get some cojones. Boat. It's a center <clears throat> center console. It's like a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar boat. But it's awesome. Oh yeah, they're expensive, dude. Well, they're brand new too. So, awesome boat, awesome. They're all right. Like the it, they all vary with um with sizes and stuff. You have to get the right size for like a certain certain notion. Like you can get a mini one for the golf and be kind of fine. But like, uh, yeah, you it's not rough out there, really. No, not really. I mean, up here you'd want a little bit tamer. Yeah. 20 to 30 foot center consoles plenty you know mid 20s is fine mm-hmm. and it really depends on like how far you want to go out so if you want to go really far out you want to go like 50 miles out you're gonna want a boat with some <clears throat> more horsepower on <clears throat> a bigger outboard engine like at least like two to three of them to get you out there further and quicker because sometimes those trips man they can last like two hours just to get you out 20 miles so. How, how about this? We were talking a lot of fishing on our hundredth episode. Dude, everything's coming in full circle, dude. This is a—it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it really is. It's a beautiful thing. All right, Brandon, you got any final thoughts? I got nothing. 
You got nothing. Just staring Not at a, that damn computer. Not staring at the computer. I just updated my Facebook status again about the storm. Have you have you <laughs> have you done any um mock drafts for fantasy yet? You're a big fantasy guy. I have not. It's around the corner, dude. I know. Kinda I got. Pumped. I know. I know. I got to get ready. I got to start doing my research now. Start buying your computer. magazines. Yep. Start buying my magazines because I don't use the internet. I just I read magazines and newspapers now. Dude's got a uh, like one of those old um one of those old Apple computers where it's like the big bulky color ones that yep. you saw in um yep. school I gotta, libraries. Yep, he I just a picked up one. a brand just picked up a brand new nineteen ninety nine gateway. It's it's, it. it's 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 a magnificent computer. Uh it <laughs> loads ninety eight, bro. Yep, it loads loads in thirty minutes. He's got that dial up. It's great. You guys should really try it. <laughs> got that fresh dial up it's hard texting brandon when because like brandon has those big block cell phones it, it's very hard to text him like yeah, he has a plastic cover it's tough i still got the nokia flip phone you guys don't understand how difficult it is for me to get on this podcast every week i mean he plays I, the snake I, game I need, on his phone i literally need to steal my neighbor's wi-fi just, just to be able to get on this, because I don't have enough here. I don't, I don't pay for it. Brandon has a big satellite dish in his front yard, trying to get some Wi-Fi. Even, even like trying to catch a game or whatever. He has like the big block TV, the DSL uh, Texas Instruments uh, TV. Dude, he's got the freshest TV in the country. He's got I his still, Lexus TV from college. I still have a country. PlayStation One. He's still playing nah, too. Dude, the an Atari. An Atari. The old school Atari. No, what is... No, there's another one. Um, Super Nintendo? No, Tony like Hawk. old school. Like Flex had it. Tony Hawk. Sega? Pro Skater. No, no, no. Like literally Flex had it. It was so old. Sega uh, Genesis? No, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm going pretty Kalinko far back, so. Kalinko Vision. Oh. Kalinko Vision. Wow, I don't even know what Dude, that is. Dude, this is from like 1971. Hold on, I'm going to I'm gonna look this up. Kalinko. I'm pretty sure. Is it the freaking Pong game? And that's it? Kalinko Vision. <laughs> Hold on. Look this up. It's literally so damn old. Okay, it's from 19... 19- <laughs> Flex got this stuff from 1982. Look it up. <laughs> Coleco Vision. Coleco? How do you spell Coleco? C O L E C O and then Vision. It's literally so damn old, man. What it was I can't believe I used to play this. Are you kidding? Dude, I used to play this. And it was King Kong. There used to be King Kong and it. it was such a fun game. King Kong or Donkey Kong? I think it's Donkey Kong. Uh it may be Donkey Kong. Dude, yeah, that Donkey thing Kong. looks like a, a DJ system you see at like bars. I know. I know. <laughs> oh my god. That's what Flex used to play. It's a big chunk of plastic. Dude. How much do you think that goes for now? Oh, you could probably get one it's for a, like oh it says a hundred bucks. Only like a hundred bucks, yeah. <laughs> you probably need the old school TV even plug it in you can't use hdmi cord too they don't even know what hdmi is back then nah dude don't even know what usb is 
That thing, though, back in the day, probably cost uh, $500. And people were probably raving about it. Yeah. Like, like Bill yeah. Gates probably had the first one of that. Probably. He's like, now, how can I make this better and, and make it my own system? And then he thought about the Xbox 360. <laughs> Xbox first. Xbox. All right, guys. That is all the time we have for today. We thank you for joining in on our 100th episode. We got some exciting content coming your way for this upcoming football season. We're going to get some interviews scheduled. We're going to have some great stuff uh, coming your way. So thank you for being a supporter. Thank you for listening. If you have any thoughts about the NBA Finals or the uh, NHL playoffs coming to an end, the Stanley Cup, Tampa Bay, congratulations. Just want to get that out of there. Uh, before we record on Sunday, because I know it'll be over tomorrow night. So uh, let us know your thoughts about everything that we talked about down below. And uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Bench Bro Sports. Follow us on Instagram at Original Bench Bros and follow our website, BenchBrosports.com, where we keep you up to date on every headline throughout the week on those pages and some highlight clips on the Twitter page as well as events start happening. And we keep up to date with every single podcast that drops. We pin it to the top of our page and we put it on our website with all the links uh, that are used on the popular uh, streaming sites such as Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and other media services. So go ahead, check out our podcast and previous episodes if you like to and subscribe. So um, thank you. Yeehaw. Thank you as much. Also, we got the um, McGregor and Poirier fight this weekend. Some uh, big events coming up. So, last thoughts, boys. Not much, guys. I think we got everything. 100 episodes. We're getting old, boys. Getting old. You guys are going to be like me real soon. 100 episodes. No Wi-Fi. Flip phone. Sit in front of you guys. Watch. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to go back in life, dude. I don't want this whole like iPhone anymore. I want the flip. You guys watched uh, the Incredibles, right? <laughs> Seen parts of it. Yeah, you know the bo- you know the first part of it where he's just like boring and just at a computer, just like typical, just like suit and tie, just bored out of his mind. That's what Brandon Farrell is every single day, <laughs> every day. <laughs> Dude, guys, do. guy's a robot. He wakes up, gets straight on computer, works from like eight in the morning till five. His his literally his lunch is cereal, and he doesn't yeah, eat dinner flakes. till like six. At, yeah, dry. And he doesn't eat dinner till like seven thirty at night, and he's stuck in traffic, traffic for toast. two hours in a small yeah. car. Piece of toast and, and like a, <laughs> a slice of turkey, and that's yep. his dinner. That's the American life. life, American dream, typical American life. And uh, you know you're really missing out if you're not living it. He's doing very That's well. That's the most ab- the most average sandwich in the world is the turkey club. I also no, 100%. I, 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 no, it yeah, wasn't well. turkey club. It was a piece of toast with a piece of turkey on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I also that don't no. I also don't believe in getting paid for for the work that I do, so I I really don't eat very much. He's a professional volunteer. Yep. <laughs> We're all professional volunteers, boys. How can you be a professional volunteer if you're not making money? Then you're not a pro. You're just a volunteer. Because no, you're, you're professional, professional because you never ask because you never want money. You never you never ask for money. So you're a professional that, volunteer. Is that the goodest of my heart, boys? I think of think of the think of the TV series The Office and exclude all the funny parts, and that's Brandon. Yep. 
I'm like, I'm like, which is about 80% of the show. I'm like, I'm like a Dwight, just without the sense of humor. How about her, buddy? All the parts where Dwight doesn't say a word and he's just at his desk working, that's Brandon. There you go. Yeah. There you have it. Now you have an inside of Brandon's life. Robotic. And the way the way Brandon recharges is he gets USB port and like plugs into his head. He's now he's now a cell phone. So he he's literally I Robot no, from Will Smith movie. Yeah, yeah I don't, don't. I don't, don't have sleep Instagram. Anymore. I don't have Facebook. yourself into a wall. I don't have Snapchat. I have no social media <laughs> platforms. Uh, the oh only way to find God. me is by writing a letter. And if you have a pigeon and it's trained properly, then that's great. Send that pigeon because I don't check my mailbox. I don't believe in that either. I was about to say, do you even have a mailbox? I mean, no, shit. no, oh, I yes. is that great? Years ago. Years ago. Mailbox the only way to talk to the only way to talk to Brandon is not talking to Brandon. Yeah, pigeon mail only. Or if you want to join the podcast and you want to sit down and talk to me about what I do and uh, how boring my life is, we could do that too. There's going to be some people on this being like, damn, like, shit, this guy sucks. Yeah, dude, that's the <laughs> point. That's some shit. <laughs> this guy does nothing, and yet he's given analyst on the NBA finals. What the hell does this guy think he is? Yeah, this guy just sucks. guy just talks about NBA and track storm all day. <laughs> guy track storm. He'll bill you. All right, well, that is Boring Brandon. That is Anthony Fratini. I'm Wes. We'll see you next week for uh, episode 101 of the Bench Sports Podcast. That's a show. We're out of here. <laughs>